0: Welcome back to the Learning Disabilities Association of Wisconsin, episode number seven of Bites of Learning. We are here today to discuss the Healthy Children Project with LDA Wisconsin's president, Diane Sixel. Diane will share her work with this initiative to reduce toxins that are associated with food, water, and the things we buy. Stay with us as we dive deeper into how some of these toxins affect not only us, but our children. Hi, and welcome back. I'm here with Diane Sixel, who is the president of the Wisconsin LDA. Um, Diane, welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. Hi, Amy. Good to see you. Nice to see you. Hey, Diane. you brought this idea of this healthy children's project um, to our own um wisconsin meetings and it's very interesting can you tell me more about how you got involved with this project
1: well because i'm a member of the learning disabilities association of america i went to a conference several years ago and the presenter at the conference was tracy gregory from maine who is also a member of the learning disabilities association of america and her topic was the healthy children project and she spoke on different initiatives that she was doing at that time and ever since then i've been involved and i've gotten the state of wisconsin more involved over the past few years by getting involved with different groups within our own state to hopefully deal with some of the toxic chemicals that are in our environment. Surprisingly, this is the 20th year of the Healthy Children Project. It started in 2002, and we are now in 2022. So this year, we are celebrating the 20th year of the Healthy Children Project. And the goal has always been to bring awareness of toxic chemicals that harm the developing brain, which contribute to learning disabilities and behavior disorders. So we know from the National Academy of Sciences, that toxic chemicals contribute to about 28% of developmental and neurological defects. We also know that one in six children have a learning or developmental disability. One in 44 children in the United States have autism spectrum disorder. 7% of children in the U.S. have a learning disability. And we know that 11% of children four to 17 years old have been diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. Um, These disabilities have been rising and developmental disabilities have risen by about 17%. ADHD has increased by 33%. And autism has increased by 290% 290 from 1997 to 2008.
0: I would say, yeah, Diane, I agree with um, being an educator for 30 plus years, we have seen an increase in many of these different disabilities in our schools um, at an alarming rate. And, um, you know, we talk about all of these being associated with the PFAS chemicals, which stands for alkaline substances. And these are considered to be the forever chemicals that are in our non-stick pans and in our waterproof gear, um, stain-resistant carpets, um, even having any type of packaging that is grease-resistant that we might find in our fast food restaurants. Um, We may even have PFAS in our inks that we use um, and recycled paper and many, many more things. And these substances, from what I know, um, can get into um, our food through a method which they call migrating the chemicals from our food, our packaging to our food. And then we ingest those chemicals. And or when we throw out all of our waste, it goes to landfill, and it leachates into the groundwater and then we are drinking these PFAS chemicals again. So there's a lot of concern out here. Diane, what else can you tell us about um, this initiative?
1: Well, the Healthy Children Project also works to promote policies to prevent these exposures to toxic chemicals, especially to pregnant women and children. We would like to see some policies on like the testing of drinking water in all our schools daycares and camps to make sure our children have safe drinking water when in those environments. Um, Some of the work the healthy children project has been involved with with our partners include things like working on reducing lead exposure. And that. Actually, lead was taken out of paint in 1978. So, if your home was built after 1978, hopefully you will not have lead in the paint in your home. Because even through the dust, when the paint flakes off, you could be breathing in those lead particles. And we know that lead has one of the strongest links to neurological harm. In children, it has been linked to ADHD aggression and some learning challenges in adults it's been linked to hypertension hearing loss and reproductive issues Um, according to the epa drinking water can make up 20 percent or more of a person's total exposure to lead so if you have an infant who's consuming mostly mixed formula they could receive 40 to 60 percent of their exposure to lead just from that mixed formula with water. Um, We know that children with elevated lead levels are more likely to drop out of school and are four times more likely to end up in the criminal justice system. The good news is that lead poisoning is 100% preventable. Now we just need to do what we can to get those policies passed to get it out of our drinking water and out of our food. Um, some other things that the healthy children project has been working on has been looking at baby food and they have found chemicals like arsenic, lead, cadmium and mercury in baby food. And that can affect again, the baby's brain development. It can lower their IQ and affect behavior. Um, we might want to know why are these chemicals in the food in the baby's food, well, they actually come right out of the ground, they can be part of the food that's made into the baby's food. For example, you could look at rice, rice is sometimes grown in water that is contaminated with arsenic and that gets into the rice and then we might end up eating that. So one thing you could do is you could rinse your rice and boil it in more water while you're boiling it and then just strain off the rice when you're finished. So, I mean, we have to look at besides all these chemicals, what can we do to prevent them from getting into our bodies? Maybe you'll have to switch out some of your cereals and things, try to eat more cereals that are made like example with multi grains maybe eat oatmeal instead of using teething biscuits which are often high in arsenic lead and cadmium you could try frozen bananas or maybe a chilled cucumber or even a wet washcloth there's just a variety of things that are out there and if you're looking for ideas some of these ideas are available on the healthy children project website so that is one place you can go to find out more information of what to do to help yourself with your drinking water, finding some kind of a pitcher or something you attach to your faucet that eliminates those chemicals from the water would be another alternative.
0: So Diane, one of the things that I had heard, um, and maybe you can give us some background on this, is you know even with um, our our packaging, where we store our food, you know, many of the experts out there say that, you know, try to avoid the paper bags and also the molded paper bowls because they have the highest amount of of these toxins within the packaging itself. Um, And they suggest to put food in aluminum foil, even in, you know, silicone um, containers and maybe even glass. Um, And then really avoid heating any food in its original packaging, um, and um, hopefully that will go ahead and reduce the amount of toxins that get into our into our mouths and into our brain. Is there any way, Di- um, Diane, that um, people can test for this? Well,
1: actually, some of that testing has already been done. And a lot of the restaurants, like McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's, and there are several others, have already committed to changing their packaging and removing the PFAS from their packaging. Um, If we can get this PFAS chemical out of the packaging, we will reduce the PFAS levels in people.
0: So it is preventable if we make initiative to stay away from some of those things. So what do you suggest like people do um, to get started to look in their own homes for these chemicals?
1: I would say basically start with your food and start looking at what your food comes in and how you can change your habits and how you purchase your food buy more things in the glass containers Um, pay attention to the linings that are pba free in your canned goods um, again, look at the types of foods that are high in chemicals and maybe try to find an alternative in your diet. Um, sometimes, an example with rice, know where your rice is coming from. You are safer buying rice that comes out of some foreign countries and California, for example. And that way, you will begin to reduce those chemicals in your body. Um, Another thing you could do is, you know, switch some of your choices to like kiwan or buckwheat, even millet or barley. Find some recipes that work with those kinds of grains so that, again, you do reduce your exposure to those toxic chemicals.
0: Well, that is really good information, Diane, and, and definitely can make a difference in, you know, our children, our grandchildren, so forth to make it a safer environment. Um, what would you suggest for parents that might, you know, be concerned right now talking about this? That was my child, you know, poisoned through these tax, you know, toxins from these products? What what suggestion would you give to them?
1: Um, I would talk to I would go, I would have them go to their pediatrician. And if they'd like to have a blood test run, they could do that, especially for lead. That is another way we can control what's happening by having our children tested. And that would be a good thing to do to make sure that they are not overly exposed to these chemicals.
0: Would you suggest that people go and have their water tested?
1: Oh, definitely. If you're in a municipality, your water is already being tested and you can find that information online. Um, It would be at DHS of Wisconsin. They have all kinds of information. If you live in a rural area, you will probably need to have a water sample sent into a lab to have it tested.
0: Okay. Um, Are there any special signs that parents should look for in their children with these toxins and the poisoning of these toxins?
1: I would say one would be if you're noticing like more maybe aggressive behaviors, challenging behaviors, that may be something to look at. If your child is struggling to learn things, that may be another reason to maybe just double check this out and make sure that everything's okay.
0: And it's just not in our food products. It's in products that we might buy at like a discount store or things that are you know made in in china for instance you know things that do involve
1: plastic should we be concerned about all of that correct we should you should be looking at everything you're purchasing and make sure that those chemicals are not in those products sometimes we don't know it but you know we know that products that often are made in the united states because we have regulations, are safer. So you, sh- if you kind of know where it's coming from, you maybe will have a better chance of um, being able to control what you do and do not purchase for your family.
0: And then a final question I have, Diane, is what if people want to get involved? How do they get involved in this project? What can people do to be involved? And um, you know, who do they see? Who
1: do they go to? Who do they talk to? Well, one way to get involved is to become a member of the Learning Disabilities Association of Wisconsin. And you automatically then become a member of the Learning Disabilities Association of America, which then you can be a part of the Healthy Children's Project. Um, And truly, and there's other legislation going on in your state, there are many organizations that are working on this. This one, the Learning Disabilities Association, specifically looks at children and how it is affecting them. And I think that would be a very good start if you wanted to be more involved, you could become a member and become part of this initiative to work on getting chemicals out of our food, water and environment.
0: Great. Is there any other thing, Diane, you think is important for families to know? before we close
1: out here. Well, I would say that the learning disabilities of Wisconsin is going to continue to monitor the progress that's going on in the state of Wisconsin. And we're hopefully going to be able to help change some of the policies or make some of the policies that hopefully get us closer to zero, which by the way, is a United States Food and Drug Administration project where they would like to get closer to zero on chemicals in our food, water and environment. So those initiatives are out there. And if we work together, we could probably make a difference.
0: Well, Diane, it's been a pleasure listening to you and your wealth of information on these toxins within our water and our food and our, our items that we purchase every day and, and just having that awareness to make sure that our children are kept safe, um, that we don't um, provide them with things that increases their chances um, of having a disability and um, just overall keeping everyone safe. And that includes you and I as adults as well. So thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Amy.